What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Quick Bitches Nation podcast. This is episode five um, of our uh, podcast series. My name is Rosario Smyrny, the owner and founder of the Quick Bitches Coalition Lifestyle Apparel Brand. Um, you, uh, I'm going to listen to this next episode as we're doing something a little different. We have a guest host, um, Aerith Smyrny, prominent member of uh, the Quick Bitches Coalition Team QBC. She's interviewing longtime friend, um, Nakia, who is a wife, mother, educator, and coach. At the age of 40, decided to add bikini and uh, physique competitor to her list. Um, she'll take you through her day-to-day, week-to-week, and the various things she goes through. Um, so I'll let the, them get into that more. Also, in uh, um, other notes, um, look at uh, second week of October, um, early third week, we are launching our new website. Um, look out for that totally different um, look and appeal, not just to buy and sell. You'll see what I mean. Please check it out at quitbitchingcoalition.com or quitbitching.com will take it to the same place. But I'll let Aerith and Nikia take this away and uh, stay tuned. Um, if you like it, rate us on um, iTunes, wherever you listen to us, give us a review. And um, we would greatly appreciate that. But um, all right, Nikia and Aerith, take it away. Much for chatting with us today. And we're just going to jump right in as you've just finished up your fifth competitive um, physique and bodybuilding competition and we're so excited to hear a little bit more about that okay sure all right but first I want to back up a little bit to your early athletic endeavors and just give a little background to how you and I know each other so (laughs) let's take it back to the uh 90s I know that's Um, right 20 years ago (laughs) It's seriously. Um, well, the first time we met was on the basketball court. Um, I played at Potomac High School and you played at Brook Point. We were both forwards. Um, and then a couple years later, we ended up being uh, roommates That's right. uh, in college uh, That's at right. the University of Virginia. Um, right. And we both played intramural, intramural basketball together while I was cheerleading at the same time. So um, I love that um, our athleticism has gone back as far back as high school and definitely our our relationship was was truly uh ordained by god considering all the little um you know mishaps that happened that that got us together so that was pretty cool no i know that's right i remember those early days whipping up on those potomac panthers (laughs) but we won't talk about that that's not what we're here to talk about (laughs) you're right you're right you're right you're right you're right i'm not gonna deny i'm not gonna deny probably the smallest forward in the whole state of virginia that's okay that's okay you held your ground it's all good But like you said, so, I mean, you, you know, your athleticism, that dates back, you know, a long time. You've always been involved in sports, mm-hmm. you know, always been athletic. And then now here we go at 41 years old and you start doing bodybuilding and physique competitions. What prompted you to do that? So probably right around my 38, right before I turned 39. Um, I just kind of got into this funk where everything was about work or was about the kids activities. And I felt like I was getting away from the things that I love to do that, that helped me maintain my energy and and my health and so forth. And I've always been intrigued, uh, with the bodybuilding industry. Um, you know, when I was a kid, I used to watch Mr. Olympia, um, and watch Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, you know, do his little bodybuilding pose back in the day. And I was always obsessed with like these little, the little, early morning fitness and yoga shows that would come on, but it was just something that I never really got into at the time. And then, so I decided that I was going to get a trainer, um, who just so happened to be a professional bikini competitor. 
Um, so I started working out with her and she took me to a show, my very first show in San Diego, uh, with, which was a muscle contest um, organization. And I got an opportunity to see the men and the women compete, uh, both amateurs and professionals. And I just thought to myself, okay, that's my goal. Um, by the time I turn 40, I want to be in the position to step on stage as a bikini competitor. And so last summer, I competed um, with the muscle contest. I did one contest in San Diego, and I did one in Redondo Beach, which is just outside of L.A. And uh, my first competition, I got uh, two second-place trophies and a fourth-place trophy in my division. And then I wasn't satisfied with that. So two weeks later, I went to L.A. um, and competed again, and I won the 35 and older division, the 40-year-old 40, 40 um, and older division, and then I won the overall um, in both of those divisions. And um, basically, the divisions in, in the bikini division are broken down by um, height classes. Yeah. So you have, um, so you have the different height classes, uh, but then you also have the divisions like novice, which are your brand-new beginners. You have the open division, which is everyone. So from like your 20-year-olds all the way up to your 50-year-olds. Okay. Um, and then you have what's called the master's division, which is separated not only by height, but it's also um, separated by age. So it's your older competitors. So 35 all the way up to 60 years old um, are your master's divisions. So I primarily compete in the master's divisions um, because – I've had two children, so my figure is not going to look like a 20-year-old. Oh, stop figure. it. See, I, I don't <laughs> see your figure. And you guys can go to quitbishingcoalition.com and see it, too. So you need to stop with that. But that's okay. <laughs> you can stop. But, I mean, like you said, it's this is like, you know, legit training and commitment. This isn't like, you know, a girl's gone wild, you know, wet t-shirt contest. Do you know what I mean? Right. So exactly. Tell us a little bit more about your regimen as you're preparing for these shows, you know, um, how long do you prepare for a show? So average prep time, um, most competitors start about 12 weeks um, in advance. Um, however, you have to be in a position where your physique is already to start at that 12 week point. Mm -hmm. So for me, um, I still had to maintain from last summer to this summer. I still had to get into the gym. I still had to um, have a fairly uh, good um, diet. Um, I mean, I wasn't too hardcore in counting calories and things like that and still kind of eating what I wanted, but I still needed to be healthy and maintain. Right. And then about 12 weeks out, I met with my coach, uh, who is Kim Odo with Body Bio um, in Temecula, California. Um, I met with him and, you know, he, he will give you kind of that insight of, okay, we're good and ready to start the 12 week prep. Um, and I'm sure sometimes he may have athletes that come to him and, and he may say, mm, you, you're, you're not ready yet. Let's give it a little bit more time. Um, and then, um, you know, and then you go from there. So, He sets me up with my workout regimen, which is basically, okay, so I work with um, Kim Odo with Body by O, uh, which is uh, his office is located in Temecula, California, and he has clients uh, that he works with both amateurs and professionals uh, all over the world, actually. Um, I go in with Kim uh, both summers now. I've gone in with him about 11, 12 weeks ahead of time. And he will give me guidance in terms of my workout regimen, my meal plan, 
and then what shows he feels that I will be the most competitive at. Um, so a typical workout regimen for me when I go into prep um, is about um, four to five days of lifting out of the week and then seven days out of the week of cardio. Uh, cardio starts out anywhere from 50 minutes to an hour um, and then it will taper off the closer I get to um, an event. And um, my meal plan uh, pretty much starts out pretty um, pretty intense and heavy, um, a lot of protein, um, a lot of meals, anywhere from like seven to eight meals in a day. Um, and, um, and then that will taper down again, the closer I get to a competition where I will, um, remove, he'll remove things that have an excess in sugar, um, remove, um, uh, you know, any, any extra, uh, carbs. And so we'll, we'll kind of taper it down to a lot more veggies and egg whites, um, and, and nothing but white meat, uh, wow. whether it's chicken or fish. That's um, intense. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, and it's a lot because you're, you're busy too. You right. I mean, you're a wife, yes. you're a mother, you're a high school principal. You also do, you coach cheer and you judge cheer. So how do you fit all this stuff in? You know, how does, what's the, you know, your motivation there and, um, you know, just to stay focused and how do you do all this? Well, I'm going to tell you the workout and the meal plan health wise allows me to maintain a good level of energy. Um, I feel like working out removes those extra anxiety and stress toxins on the daily. So I never feel overly stressed, uh, stressed out. Um, you know, I'd be lying to say if I, if my time wasn't stretched thin, um, but what I will say is this, I work for, um, Springs charter schools, um, in Southern California and, um, they, uh, we have a very flexible, um, school environment. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm obviously in school, typical normal school hours. Um, but I, you know, have been able to work that schedule, be able to work with, um, family and friends that live here locally that help me with getting the kids to and from school or to their activities. Um, you know, obviously having David, my husband support all of this as well. And he helps out where he can. Um, and then cheerleading, you know, I coach, um, my daughter Giselle's team. So that makes it a little bit easier. So as opposed to being the parent that's sitting in the lobby waiting for your kid to get done, I'm actually coaching with her. So my time is being maximized. Um, and I'm just a pretty overly organized person. So I, use my calendars, yep. I schedule things appropriately, yep. um, and I schedule things as far out in advance as possible. The, the, yep. the luxury of being able to add the competition to my schedule is I, do, I only do shows in the summer where my time is a little more flexible and I can handle the meal prep time, getting into the gym consistently, meeting with my coach consistently, um, working out with my trainer, um, Janelle, um, she, uh, she, yeah, as I mentioned uh, before, she's a, she's a former professional bikini competitor, um, but she's also a physical, uh, personal trainer on the side as nice. well. Um, cool. so summertime makes it a lot easier for me. Sure. For sure. Sure. And tell us a little bit about like, what's, you're talking about your diet, but what's like a real meal that you eat as you go into this? Cause I mean, I remember Nakia that could like swallow like, <laughs> 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 you know. I know I was never the, I was never the person right for real and I you know and and I'm still that person I still like my my burgers (laughs) and my fries and my my greasy stuff and my sweets um so here's a typical meal plan for me when I first start out 
Um, again, a very, very protein high. So a, a morning breakfast will be like oatmeal, egg whites, um, uh, protein, protein shake with all the things that I'm allowed to have, like blueberries, bananas, peanut butter. Um, what I got to doing was I was trying to eat everything as an actual meal and it was too much. So what I started doing with my breakfast, I dumped everything into the blender, my oatmeal, my peanut butter, my egg whites, my banana, what, and, and my whey protein. I put all that in the blender and turned it into a morning shake. Mm. So that was how I was able to get through stuff because at first I was trying to eat it all separately. Right. And it was just too hard. Um, so that's the morning. And then my morning snack um, is typically a, um, probably about four ounces of white meat. So typically chicken and then um, maybe uh, like, um, you know, sweet potato. And then for lunch, um, it's uh, more uh, uh, white meat, typically ground turkey, um, some type of uh, vegetable, which is typically a zucchini, um, a sweet potato, again, about three ounces. The afternoon, um, I'll have a snack of more white meat, probably another about three to four ounces. I'll have some cashew or almonds as a snack. And then for dinner, it's typically about five ounces of white meat, a small salad, uh, more vegetables, avocado. And then if I'm still hungry before I go to bed, and some nights I am and some nights I'm not, I'll have um, spinach and uh, four or five more egg whites um, before I go to bed. Wow. Um, just getting more protein in. So it's it's a lot of food. And starting out, it's very tough to eat it all and and not feel like I'm about to like vomit because I'm eating so much. But oh, okay, as, that's different than what I thought it would be. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's a little hard at first to eat that. I mean, and I think part of it too is also maybe mental because a lot of it is you know, not things that I would eat on a regular basis. Right. So when you're missing a little bit of that extra salt or that extra sweet, um, I, I think your brain kind of plays with you a little bit. And it's like, no, I don't want to eat this. I'm full. So, <laughs> um, yeah. um, you know, and I, you know, I'm eating consistently throughout the day, which I've always done. It's just the, the biggest change is the extra meat. I don't eat a lot of meat normally during the day as I do when I'm training. Um, but how about more... like towards oh, the end, ahead. like in the end of it, when you get mm. closer to competition, you're not eating that much, are you? you kind no, of well, that. I'm eating that much meat. The meat doesn't change. Um, but I'm not eating, I'm eating more vegetables. Um, sometimes a uh, coach has taken out the egg whites and just replaced it with more meat. Um, mm. and then right before prep it, all my vegetables turn into asparagus, which is a natural diuretic. So you start shedding a little, you start shedding water weight a lot faster. Um, and it's a natural way of being able to shed that, that water weight um, in a short period of time. Wow. So it doesn't change drastically, but it, but I will, but all of those things that I have at breakfast, like the peanut butter, the, the bananas, the blueberries, all of that is completely gone. So the morning breakfast is just oatmeal and egg whites. And then some chicken and a sweet potato or vegetables for a morning snack. So a lot of and um, a lot of those morning foods are taken away. And then there's no dairy whatsoever in my meal in my meal plan. Oh wow! So you're just yeah. like walking around hangry towards the end? Or- yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, because I mean, it's and the week of you drop all sodium. 
So my meat has has no seasoning on it. Mm. I'm drinking, you know, sodium free or, or almost a little bit of like distilled water during the week. Everything is asparagus and everything is like chicken and fish pretty much. So that's some real QBC stuff right there because I'd be done. That diet <laughs> would have me out. I couldn't do it. So good for you. That's fantastic. <laughs> that it fantastic. definitely takes a lot of discipline and I'm not going to, I would be lying if I said there weren't days where I legit was like in tears because I just wanted something sweet no, or it's awesome and it pays off and you can see it's like again we want you, everybody to check you out at um quitbitchingcoalition.com and see the results of all that hard work you put in that's amazing thank you <laughs> thank that's you amazing. and what do you think so you know you're doing the training you're doing the diet you know your daily workouts and things like that mm-hmm. what um part of your body have you seen the biggest change in i would say probably my um bottom half And here's why I carry most of my weight and I always have most of my weight is carried in my legs and in my, and in my glutes. Um, And I carry a lot of water weight in my legs and in my glutes as well. I'm on my feet a lot, you know, with, with, with being a principal and coaching. So if I retain water, it's always in the lower half of my body. That is the most difficult part in my training. Um, My arms are easy to build up. My back is easy to build up. Um, my midsection has always been pretty strong. Um, so my core area is the upper body has been very easy for me to build out. Um, but it's the lower half. And I will say from last summer, when I look at photos from last summer to this summer, I feel like my legs were a little more toned. My hamstrings were a little more toned. And, and really that's the biggest thing that they look at in the bikini, in the bikini division is um, it's the lighter side of bodybuilding. So they're looking for tone and definition, um, but not too hardcore hard bodies like you would see in the physique or figure or like men's bodybuilding. Um, But they do look for the separation in your muscles. They look for that separation in muscle between your glutes and your hamstrings. Um, And they look for, for, you know, semi-broad shoulders, rounded out shoulder caps. Um, things like that. So in a, in a good flat midsection. Um, so, but yeah, I would say I've seen the biggest change in my lower, um, body from last year to this year. Okay, cool, cool. And what do you think, um, like when you're, you know, you finished or getting ready to check yourself out in the mirror, you're doing your twirls. What is like the best part? Like what body part are you the most proud of that you think, okay, I'm killing this. Like, I, this is great. I would always say my, my core, my midsection. Um, and maybe that's just cause that's always been the easiest area to maintain. Um, but I think I'm the most proud of that. And, and, um, but I would always, but you know what? I would also say this summer, I, it was very hard last year to get my glutes and my legs down and to release a lot of the fluid and to really show definition in my thighs, um, particular and in my hamstrings. And I will say that when I look at pictures from last year's competition to going to nationals this year and even finishing out, you can see a distinct separation in my hamstrings. And, and so it's not as hardcore as some of the other girls that I've competed against this year, um, but I see the difference. And so for me, I'm proud of that. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Very good. Very good. I mean, we saw you, I think, before your first competition last year. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm not definitely what you're saying about the lower body. I mean, we all were commenting to you about that, your legs, your butt, everything was like fantastic. I mean, you looked amazing. Yeah, I know you did. (laughs) But that is definitely the hardest part. And my coach tells me all the time, he was like, you carry, he goes, the way your body is built, you carry all of your weight in the lower body. And so, um, you know, we met last Monday when I came back from my show last weekend um, and we talked about, you know, game plan for this year, what to work on and, and what his focus would be for me um, going into next year. So we kind of have a little bit of a game plan for this off season on, on what I need to work on. All right, cool, cool. And how do you stay motivated? Again, like we were saying before, you have a lot of stuff going on. The training is intense. The diet is intense. How do you stay motivated throughout those 12 weeks and just motivated to keep going to the next shows and just stick with this plan? I am a competitor by heart. And so I want to win. Um, If I start something, I'm going to finish it. And even if I don't get the results that I want, I'm going to finish it. Um, I will tell you this summer in Pittsburgh, you know, I went to nationals and just a big deal. I mean, most people don't go to nationals until they've done this for a couple years in. And I had only done three shows before I went to nationals this July. And, um, you know, the prejudging happens in the morning and they will do first what we call first call outs. And your goal is to be the first number called out, uh, which means you're in the top placement. Uh, so I was not in the top call outs uh, for nationals. I was pretty close to the bottom. And then you get a break and then finals are later on that night. And. I laid down, took a nap. I took my lunch. It was time to get up and I didn't want to get up. And I will tell you my motivation to get up and go to finals, regardless of my placement was the fact that I'm an educator. I'm a mom. I'm a coach. I'm a wife. And I'm always telling everyone else or coaching everyone else on when you start something, you finish it, you take risks, you push yourself to the limit. And I had to think back, if I'm giving everybody else this advice, why am I not taking it myself? So I got my butt out of that hotel bed. I redid my makeup, got my suit situated, practiced my posing one more time before I left the hotel room. And I went back to finals. I knew I wasn't in the top placement, but I was proud of myself. I went out there and I strutted my stuff the best I could with a big old fat smile on my face. And I was proud when I walked off stage because- If I'm going to talk it, then I got to walk it. And my motivation that day were all the kids and my own children that I am lucky enough to teach every single day. That's awesome. That's great. And I said, and that's, you know, again, we love watching all of our Mavericks online and all the great things that you guys are doing. And that attitude that you just described, that comes through in your post and in your pictures and things like that. So good for you with that. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, very good. Very good. And like you said, you just finished your fifth competition, but you're pretty new to, you know, to this, you know, this competitive world with this. And what's your overall goals with this? You know, are you looking into doing like fitness modeling or, you know, you just, again, just like the competition of it? What's your goal with this? So I think right now I'm just enjoying the competition side of it all. Um, I like having a goal. I like being able to work towards it. And I like feeling accomplished um, when, I, when I'm done. 
And, you know, there's an opportunity if I go to another nationals and I win or place in the, in the top two or three placements, there's a possibility that I could receive my pro card. Um, and then at that point, I would compete at a professional level. Um, I don't know if I'm ready for all of that. But if the, if the opportunity comes, then I will rise to the occasion and 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 be a pro. But right now I'm enjoying being an amateur. I'm learning a lot about myself. Um, I'm learning a lot about my body uh, and about health and my eating habits. And this last year or actually I say the last three years, because um, this journey started about three years ago, I will tell you, I have more energy. I am more calm and relaxed in stressful situations. Um, I take every day in stride. And this whole experience has just put things in perspective for me. Um, and, you know, I've had people reach out to me kind of like on Instagram or Facebook and say, hey, like I'm a photographer or I do, you know, I have my own athletic line or, you know, things like that. So there have been little things that have popped up here and there. Um, I don't know at that point I'm ready to do anything major in terms of career changing. Um, but I'm, I'm excited to be able to have an opportunity like this, you know, through uh, the Quit Bitchin' Coalition, you know, to support and kind of share my story in, in that sense. So I would say right now the goal is to just maintain and I'm having fun doing it. And, and right now that's where my intentions are. Very good. Very good. And one of the things you, you just mentioned in the question is about your health and staying healthy and things like that. And the next question I would ask is, you know, there's always been a little stigma with some of these competitions. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. About not being healthy, about the way that you go about trying to drop weight or get that flat stomach or get that tight butt, um, yep. you know, and things like that. So can you speak a little bit to that, that people who say that this isn't really a healthy thing or that maybe have like body image issues and things like that. Right. So I will say just like within within any sport, you know, it is for a lot of people, it's a way of life. It's a matter of survival. And you're going to see people who are, you know, hey, I got to be competitive. And so what am I going to do to take it to the next level? And 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 I'll be honest, like I've met people um, along the way um, who are not doing this the healthy way who are taking shortcuts and doing things to their bodies that they shouldn't be um, just to get the result that they think is going to be competitive on the stage. Um, and that's both male and female. Um, and, but I think we see that in any sport. Um, I think for me, I obviously, I, I, I'm a natural person. I, you know, there, there, even in this, actually in this um, particular industry, there is, there are different, um, competitions that you can go to where I believe they even do like drug drug testing and it's the natural bodybuilding competitions um and you know and and that's great and it's nice to see that the industry itself is pushing for people to do this the healthy way and the right way including my coach you know my coach very much you know we talk about the the dirty dirty rumors that go around in this industry and but he very much promotes a healthy lifestyle healthy eating and doing it the right way. So I appreciate the fact that um, he, as well as my trainer, Janelle, really support doing things um, the appropriate way and maintaining a healthy body. Um, so, but, um, you know, it, it, it's out there and, uh, you know, but I think overall, I think the industry recognizes that and, and 
they, you know, put things into place as best they can to try to regulate it and control it. But, you know, unfortunately, we're human beings and, you know, people are going to do what they need to do, you know, to survive or be competitive. And, um, you know, but that's not something that I promote, Um, you know, to speak to the whole body image piece, you know, you know, I, you know, I've grown up around individuals who've always kind of made comments, you know, I've been called skinny mini, skeletor, things like that uh, through the years. Um, And I just, I've never let that ever rock me mentally. Um, And, you know, but I know that there are a lot of females out there who do struggle with body image, who do struggle with maintaining a healthy eating habit. Um, And, you know, my goal, I guess, in this is to, to if, if nothing more, to be a face to people and saying, whether you're small, you're medium, you're large, whatever your body type is, be proud of that body type and do what you need to do to maintain and be healthy and work out um, and, and just eat healthy. Nobody needs to go out and, and eat chicken and asparagus every single day, um, you know, but there is something to be said about following a healthy regimen um, and, and doing things in stride and not in excess. Um, but I, you know, I am very much an advocate of regardless of what body type you have. Um, it's important to love yourself. It's important to be proud of who you are. And if you want to, to, to be different, if you want to be muscular, if you want to be thin, if you want to take, you know, lose the extra 10, then that's your prerogative. You do that. Um, and do it, but do it in a healthy way and do it in a way that no, I don't expect anybody to try to look like me, um, do what is going to be best for your body and your, and your life. That's right. Cause what do you see, you know, like in the back, you said that too, about the femininity of it, you know, you have people that say that too, like, oh, with your body being that hard and that muscular, that it's not feminine, you know, Mm -hmm. and what do you say to that? Mm -hmm. Yep. You know what? I say to each his own, if you want to have a hard body and and be muscular um and you're doing it in a healthy way then then do that be that and you know that's not something that I want for my body type um but I'm not knocking anybody out there who is doing that um and in fact my own husband it has now been inspired to pick up and and would like to compete and so his goal is to actually compete in 2020 hopefully and you know yeah. So, and you know, for males, males do have to be a lot harder. Um, but he has an image in his head of what he wants to look like, what he thinks is going to look good for his body. And that's the goal that he made for himself. So everybody's got a different goal for themselves. And I just say more power to you. You do you as long as you're doing it in, in a way that keeps you healthy. That's right. That's right. Fantastic. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And a couple more questions. Um, yeah. What's your favorite piece of QBC attire to work out in? Oh, my God. I love the leggings, <laughs> which I need. I need another pair, by the way. Okay. Extra small. <laughs> Thank you. I'll tell Ross <laughs> to get on that. He'll do that. So, yes. And it's funny because, I, you know, the I, you know, when I walk into the gym and, you know, people people will see because there's a lot of local places out here in California, you know, that people get their gym wear from or whatever, or everybody's rocking like, you know, Lululemon or whatever, you know? Um, 
But, you know, it's funny because I will get stares because my pants actually say quit bitching and I'll get stares and I'll be like, yeah, you, you check out, you know, check out the website. It's great. So, <laughs> um, but the leggings are definitely my favorite. And what I love about them too is the material um, is so breathable. So I never, being out here in Southern California is hot and I'm further inland away from the ocean. So it's like desert heat some days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love it because, um, it's breathable material. Like I have like some things that are like cotton or other things that I can sweat in and it's like sticky to my skin um, and uncomfortable. And I never, I never have that when I'm wearing my uh, quit bitching uh, apparel. No, it is great stuff. And like you said, if you put that stuff on, be ready for attention. Someone has always got something to say. They're always looking. It's fun slogans, cute attire, you know, so definitely yep. be ready for the comments and <laughs> the look for sure. <laughs> and stairs. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And real quick, I was going to say too, just again, to shout out your, um, your training team, the people that, um, that you work with, um, and anybody that you want to give any thank yous to they're preparing you for these shows. Again, you look fantastic. And again, we'll post your pictures on, um, our QBC, um, on our Instagram page and on the website, on our okay. Facebook and things cool. like that. But you said you look amazing. Yay. You're doing a great job. And is there anybody that you just want to give any shout outs to uh, your training team or your, your support system, you know? Yeah. Um, well, first and foremost, um, I have to thank my husband, David. Um, he has, you know, he was the one that actually set me up with this whole, um, training situation and, and, and he's been at every competition. Um, and he really has been a driving force and a motivator in my life. And as well as my kids, Giselle and Giovanni, um, I'll catch Gio in the bathroom sometimes posing in front of the mirror. (laughs) Like he's a bodybuilder. So it's pretty cool to see, you know, my kids get inspired by it. Um, And then my family and my friends, you know, um, you know, you, Aerith and and my parents and just everybody in my life, everyone has been so super supportive. And, you know, like you said, there are stigmas that come with this industry and not one person has like questioned my motivations behind uh, this new journey. So I'm super appreciative to all of my family and my friends and my coworkers, um, and the coaches that I have at um, the California All-Stars uh, who will have me do my posing uh, in the gym in front of the kids and then they'll judge me. Oh, that's that's great. pretty cool. That's but great. I definitely want to thank uh, Janelle McGuire uh, um, at Janelle Fit McGuire. Um, she uh, really has been a huge motivator in, in this journey. And, you know, she's taught me a lot of things a lot of the behind the scenes things to prepare for these competitions that most people don't know about or think about and so it's been really great to have her um, in my corner with all of this she's also a a strong Christian uh, woman and so it's been great to have a partner to pray with and to talk through things with um, and and just be you know um, someone to lean on. And then I definitely could not do this without Kim Odo and his team with Body Bio. Um, he has just been super supportive. Um, I've learned so much through him. He's just been um, so encouraging. And, and his motto in all of this is, if you're not having fun, don't do it. And I have enjoyed this ride so much. Um, I get to meet girls that compete all over the world through Kim. Um, and, and they're my, my teammates. We're um, body bio angels or, or Odo's angels. And um, so I definitely could not have, have come this far without um, his guiding support in all of this as well. 
Awesome. No, that's fantastic. Well, Nakia, thanks again um, for taking the time to chat with us today. Uh, we wish you all the best. Um, we know you're going to, you, you said you kind of leave this for the summer, um, but I know you're going to, like you said, maintain this throughout the year. And we look yes. forward to hearing more about your shows and um, your upcoming shows and seeing some pictures from those things. Um, but again, thank you uh, so much for your time and um, good luck to you. And also what we're going to do for our QBC listeners, um, they're listening to this show. Um, we're going to do a fit fam 20 um if they put that discount code in they'll get 20 percent off their next uh, qbc purchase awesome um, yes so thank you for that and again that's fit fam 20 um to get 20 percent off their next uh qbc purchase they can get those leggings yay right yeah but, um, again thank you so much and good luck to you okay thank you so much Aerith. i really appreciate this opportunity and i look forward to um spending some more time and giving you guys more updates along the way Perfect. Thanks so much. Thank you. You take care. All right. You too. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.